welcome to Tech by Design. Design is passion. Design is energy. Design is enthusiasm. On these episodes, we'll talk to people who exude all those things about the products they build. Come join us. All right, Alex. So what are we what are we doing here, man? So I came to you with this thing, right? I came to you, what, about eight months ago now? And uh, we started talking about how we could put something together on design, right? Something that's in every element of tech. Uh, it's in every element of a product. Um, but yet, we're not always talking about specifics on design. We're talking about the technical back end. We're talking about the how-to. We're talking about the strategic part of it. But what are we trying to accomplish? But we don't always talk about the elegance of it or how well it functions or could things function better? Maybe, you know, why did we design something the way we did and what were the choices we made along the way? So what do you think, when you came to this from from the perspective of Shaco, how do you approach design? What are you thinking this could be? What Just riff with me for a second. Yeah, so I jumped on the opportunity to talk about design. Um, I think too many of our clients have have this conversation of form over function or function over design. And the reality is, Design is everything, right? We we have to account for design. Design leads the way in so many things that we do. The the proper design attracts the right users. The proper design creates the right experience. And, and I think as technology matures, design is is really going to lead the way. And and that's why I'm so excited, right? I'm looking forward to talking to people that are actually focused on front end design, on mobile design, on no design, right? We haven't even talked about no design. Like how how do you create an experience that doesn't have a user interface, right? That's also design. And how do you design for that, right? So there's so many different elements about design. And as technology expands, we're going to have to account for all those elements, right? We talk about watches. We talk about phones. We talk about websites. We talk about Google Home, Alexas. We talk about kiosks. We talk about digital billboards. I mean sky's the limit with with design, right? And and how do you design for each one of those experiences and account for everything a user needs in each one of those? I think the second thing I'm I'm really excited about is aesthetics, right? As the head of Shaco, my biggest priority is making sure that our clients are are satisfied with with what they get, not only satisfied but but thrilled with what they get. And part of that is aesthetics, right? We want to build stuff that aligns with their brand, aligns with their mission and and it it all centers around design, right? We could talk about good technology all we want, but we have to talk about good technology in alignment with great design. So Alex, design is just this ephemeral thing, right? It's hard to say and define what, what design is. I mean, sure, it's some aesthetics, it's some functionality, it's in some cases, it's a lack of things. It's um, you know the absence of, of too much stuff sometimes creates great design. So when you look around, what are some things that you see out there in the world and the ecosystem that you think exhibit great design? Like put this into context for us. Like what do you see out there that when you see it and you're like, that's that's just great design? I'll talk about my 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 latest great design. So there's an app called Fitbot. And and design is is several things for me, right? But there's an app called Fitbot. And I absolutely love the app, right? And and the reason I say that is I work out with this application every morning and all I do is turn it on. It gives me a set of exercises that I need to do built off of what I've done over the last month. And so it's using AI to basically shoot me exercises. If I actually open up the app and look at it, I could easily see what I have to do next in terms of my reps or my workout. I know what I'm doing in terms of muscle sections that I'm actually focused on or targeting. I think that is one of the 
coolest things that a, a fitness app has actually launched in, in a while, right? And, and the reason I say it's great design, it's there when I need it. I don't have to constantly think about it. I don't need an instruction manual. It's so easy to navigate. That's my first one. The second one in terms of great design, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out Nest, right? So, so the Nest products. I don't think the app is the greatest application on the planet, but Nest does a fantastic job at combining customer experience with the digital experience better than any other company that, that I know of in, in that space, right? So design for me is, is a holistic experience. So when I receive any product from Nest, it's packaged nicely. The instructions are two pages or three for the most part. Once I launch the application, it's, it's so easy for me to understand what I'm doing within the application. Again, I don't need a user interface and it's clean. There's a lot of white space and color is used intentionally. Action is used intentionally. So you could tell that there's a lot of thought that's going into a holistic product experience, right? So, so not just the app, not just the website. I'll, I'll finish off with, with the Nest design aspect. It's they are designing for the user, right? So. I have a product that's delivered in a white box in a very nice package. I have an application that guides me through the installation process that's and actually like the setup process. And then finally, I get a little email once a month that's very well designed. It tells me, here's what you used last month. This is what you're using this month. This is how you compare to people in, in your segment. And, and so that design for me is, is incredible. The last one I'll finish with is, is about text messages. I love t-shirts. That's all I wear is t-shirts, black t-shirts, gray t-shirts, white t-shirts, right? So three colors. And um, I, I signed up for this new t-shirt brand that, that apparently is one of the hottest in the market right now. And again, it's about no design. All they do is send me a text. And every six weeks, I get a little text from them. It says 10% off tees, get your six pack, right? And so you get a six package of t-shirts every six weeks or 10 weeks. And it's just a beautiful design, right? I read it. It's in context. It's like, hey, listen, you bought t-shirts six weeks ago. You might need them now. You might not. If not, we'll remind you in another six weeks. And I get t-shirts for whatever it is, 10 bucks, 12 bucks. And, and it's just a really nice design, right? It's a subtle text message that doesn't invade my inbox. So there are so many different ways of, of actually designing for user needs. And, and again, I'm, I'm one person of or whatever, 7 billion. But I love when people design in context. It's simple. It's easy to use and, and, and clean to understand or, or clean, right? Yeah. What about I mean, you? I'm yeah, going to turn it around to you. Well, I want to I want to know what you have against color, Alex. I mean, you know, black, white and gray. That that's great. But I mean, I think that also reflects some of the things you were saying. Um, you know, from what you said, I heard like direction, good design gives you direction. You know, you know when you log in or when you're engaging in whatever it is that it you know what to do inherently. There's just this unconscious process, whether it's a package, you know how it opens or what what's in it or whether it's a technology there's direction to it. You also mentioned clarity, and I think that goes to the color comment. You know, the fact that less is more a lot of times, and that white space does have a space, and that a lot of times color adds an element or a texture that's not necessary or, or clouds things up. And then you kind of mentioned like a, a lack of thinking, but it's also, I would actually turn that around a little bit and say it's not necessarily lack of thinking, but it's an opportunity to allow for enjoyment. So rather than having to analyze or figure something out and think about it, you're able to just sit back and enjoy the experience instead. So to answer your question, Alex, for me, I was listening to your answers. The, the first thing that pops out to me is Trello. Um, just something that is just, I always call it post-it notes on steroids, but it's so robust yet so simple. I've created entire databases using Trello where I'm just moving things around. And the fact that I can move you know, these little cards around 
is just way simpler to me than using something that is a heavy duty database built, you know, custom built with a hundred different features. I just don't need all of those features. So sometimes for me, making sure that a product or a thing or a process just does one thing really well is good enough for me. And that, that speaks to good design. I think about Slack. I think that that you know, in a lot of ways, Slack has made email and you know, it, it's it simplified email, but also organized text messaging. So the fact that I can organize conversations and not think about them, I know if I if I need to refer to something, I go back to that channel. It's just so simple, and I appreciate all the features that Slack has built into its its interface over the last you know five to, to seven years, but. I just don't need a lot of them. I actually think it's it's hurting the product. I just want the channels. I just want the messaging. I don't need to call people. I don't need all the integrations. I just want it to be simple. And so I think simplicity just works for me. You know, looking around, what else can I say? Great design to me is is epitomized in the Chick-fil-A drive-through line. Um, the fact that I can get into a line with 800 of my best friends at 1230 at lunchtime and actually not worry that it's going to be too long, not worry that my order is going to be screwed up, um, know that I'm going to get through pretty efficiently and get a delicious product at the end. I mean, there's a process there that is well-designed and just straight up works. You know, you can see cars coming out the, the parking lot galore and you know you can still make it happen and, and get to your, your 130 meeting with a delicious lunch. So... Um, I'll have that be my uh, my third kind of non-technology uh, design that I appreciate. One of the things that's really cool is like software has definitely come full circle, right? It started out as as being specific, right? I am building software for this one person. And it was designed for a company, one person, and then it expanded to a broader audience. It was trying to appeal to everybody, right? And and in doing so, a lot of a lot of the companies have lost their appeal. You just mentioned it with Slack, right? It's like I just want Slack to tell me a message popped up. I don't want thirty two other things with Slack, and and that's for Slack to determine and us to criticize, or I should say, analyze. But my my point is right. They try to appeal to this larger audience, and in in the form of kind of us growing up, us as people growing up in terms of our use of technology. People are now demanding or asking for more specificity in that type of demand or design of, of tech. And so tech, to your point, like it's, it's not just about the technology, it's about the customer experience and, and style and who you are appealing to. And I think you asked this question at the beginning and I kind of wanted to kind of summarize this, but style design is essentially that indescribable quality that sums up how we as the consumer are interacting based on how we feel with this technology. It's not about color. It's not about animation. It's it's literally about how we are interacting with that, that, how that technology actually makes us feel. So that is what I'm looking forward to in the next 12 months, right? I want to talk to people that basically emote how technology makes them feel, right? Like they bring emotion into it. It's not just about, hey, I designed this cool thing. It's like, this is how we've made people feel. And, and and once we get to those conversations, I think we'll be having a lot of fun. That That's exactly where I want to get with this, Alex. I, I want to feel something at the end of the day. I want to feel something when I have ex experienced great design, but I want to feel something when I listen to this podcast and talk to these people who are engaging in design. You know, I, I want to hear the technical details for sure, but I also want to hear passion. I want to hear the energy. I want to hear the story because uh, behind great design is great people. I'm hoping we can bring on a bunch of guests here that really exude energy, enthusiasm, excitement for whatever it is they're building and whatever it is they're putting together. I agree. 
can't wait to get started. Let's do it. 